Hello, everybody, and happy new year. Welcome back to season two of Beauty Brains in a Big Mouth. I am Kim, and I just want to start off with a huge thank you to everyone um, who listened and made season one such a success and made season one such a pleasure to produce. Um, For listeners all across the country, to listeners in Puerto Rico, I'm so grateful for each and every one of you. And I'm just super excited to hit the ground running with season two. So big thank you guys. And again, happy new year. Um, Today, I want to start off with just a little bit on reflecting um, or reflection. As we approach the new year every year, um, at the end of December, you get a lot of what the new year is going to be about, how you're going to be new in the new year, uh, what your goals are, even resolutions, things like that. But I want to talk a little bit about the importance of reflecting on the year past. Um, we go through a lot in a year. And I think that it's important to just take a minute to look back on that year, the lessons learned, the experiences, um, and how much you as a person have changed from the beginning of that year to now this new year. And yes, it's great to have goals or even set resolutions for things that you want to do differently in the new year, for things that you want to change in the new year. I think that's admirable and that's great if that's something that you want to do. Um, But also, I think that it's important to reflect on the past year and move forward with the lessons that you've learned or um, even things that you want to leave in that last year. Because if you're carrying the same things, the same issues, same problems, into the new year than what makes the new year so new? What makes it any different? Um, Without letting go of some of the things that probably need to be left in that past year, what's going to make this new year more successful? What's going to make this new year actually new? So reflection, reflecting is extremely important um, just to kind of get a sense of where you are in this moment, who you are in this moment, and how you want to move forward. I think those are some questions that you definitely want to ask yourself as you are moving forward in the new year, as you are making goals for the new year, as you are setting resolutions for the new year. So keep in mind that reflection is just important to moving forward in something new as setting goals or making changes. That's all I'm going to say about that, guys. I know that we teased you in 2021 um, for a new segment for the podcast called Girl Talk. And uh, me and my super special guest, Naomi, we talked um, a little bit about Um, Insecure, the HBO TV show that we were watching at the time. Um, Of course, the series has come to an end um, and we might do another episode of Girl Talk and talk about our feelings and all of that as far as uh, the ending of that series. 
but uh, listen now for the rest of our conversation um, from that first segment of Girl Talk and let me know what you think. Uh, Girl Talk is going to be a regular segment on the podcast and my goal is to have uh, different people on the segment with me as we talk about different topics. Uh, But you will be hearing more from Naomi because uh, we got some really good feedback uh, with her girl talk episode and you guys really like her and of course I like her so <laughs> we are going to hear more from her uh, so stay tuned now and listen to the rest of that episode and as always guys I'm so grateful um, I think we're starting off the new year in a great great place and I hope that you continue to listen bye guys Okay, so let's get into um, Condola and Lawrence's attempt at co-parenting. So, um, I know we were talking just a little bit about it, and after I got done watching that episode, I I would say I felt kind of strongly Mm -hmm. about what had happened. Um, But then, you know, as we were talking about it, you did mention some things to me, and it kind of was like, huh. Like, yeah, like I, I was like, oh, okay, but uh-huh. I didn't think about it like that. Right. Obviously, because your perspective is mm-hmm. so much more different than yes. mine. Yes. yes. Um, and it's very eye-opening. Mm. Um, of course, just from, from my perspective and my immediate reaction after that episode, mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, she's overreacting. Whoa. She's blown it out of proportion. Okay. This is ridiculous. Yeah. I was like, you know, I was totally team Lawrence. I yeah. was like, you know, here's this man. He's trying to be present mm-hmm. as a father in mm-hmm. this baby's life. Mm-hmm. You know, 100%. I can get behind that. I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. And I'm sitting there thinking, you know, this is this baby's father. Right. You know, you right. can't. He has to be. A participant. Right. He has to get in there. Yeah. He's got to actually spend time with that child yeah. alone. Yes. You know, I'm sitting here thinking of it of through the lens of, you know, almost that she doesn't trust him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I'm like, well, how can you not trust him? Because that is that child's father. Right. You know what I'm, right. Right. I'm right. thinking right. of it very much of, you know, he's a, a parent. Yeah. He's got to have some kind of, you know, some rights in this situation, you know, to do everything that he did to set this up, you know, to have time with the child away from, you know, Condola Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and things. And then she just was like, no, it's not happening. Get out. You know, you're not taking my child, blah, blah, blah. You know, and I I felt very strongly about that. But then (laughs) you introduced some interesting perspective. Yeah. And I think I can definitely see where you're yeah. coming from. Yeah. Again, like I said, that's not my experience. Mm-hmm. So it, it wasn't my first thought. Yeah. But now yeah. I'm kind of rethinking yeah. my yeah. stance on the yeah. situation. So that's crazy. I, I didn't realize that, like, the opinion was going to be so different, I guess, because, like, I'm a mom of two. And um, my first experience with my, I'm going to go mostly on with my son. So, like, I remember... I hear the situation, I got frustrated with Lauren, I'm say that. I got so frustrated because even being married, right, there's something they call the fourth trimester, mm-hmm. right? And that's after you have your baby and it's this like crazy time where everyone's stressed, you're all adjusting and it's like, it's, it, it's, I don't even know how to explain it. You're, everyone's going crazy, right? The mom has to deal with this and it's hard to do it together, okay? Because 
you're trying to figure out the baby's sleeping schedule, the baby might be one of those babies that like flip. Like they are sleeping during the day and, and up at night. So you, if that's the case, you're switching it. And that's the decision you have to figure out together because you guys still have life, you still have bills, you have all that. Okay, that's as a couple. And that's if you have fraternity leave, maternity leave, and you're trying to figure that out, okay? So you got Condola, who's on her own right now, trying to figure out how to take care of this kid. Lawrence gets to live his life. The nighttime duties makes people crazy. I'm gonna say that. You become delusional. You don't know what time it is. You can't figure out what to do. And you are literally on call 24 seven. And that's not an exaggeration. That's 24 seven. I remember finding myself thinking like, when my baby was finally sleeping, do I choose to sleep? Do I choose to shower? Or do I choose to eat? The three basic things right. of your life. You're, right. you have, you're trying to make a decision what to do. When you come to that point when you're realizing you have to make that decision, you can go insane. Because making the wrong decision makes you cranky, makes you irritable. Oh, by the way, with breastfeeding, let's be real, real. You need to eat enough to feed enough or the baby doesn't get fed enough to get gassy or they don't sleep at night. Right. You mess up one of those spots, you mess up your entire cycle. And that's with no one helping you to help feed the baby. You're the only right. source that's of so, food. That falls straight on you. On, on you. And that's alone. You can have your partner. So that, I'll give you that background. This is the thing about how Condola. She right, right, right. I remember having to have a discussion with my hubby and saying, listen, before the baby, I said, you need to be up with me. I said, at night, you have to do nighttime duty. And we came to find out my husband's not good at that. <laughs> he sucks at it. And it's not on purpose because I thought in my head he was doing it on purpose, but he really can't. He couldn't. But I had at least the option to talk to someone about that, just to wake up with someone and say, hey, you go ahead and do it. You take care of that. To tag somebody in. Mm-hmm. Then you saw the views on all the shows. You think about Lawrence right now, right? He got to come home, right? lay his behind down, do who he wanted to do, Get his breath. Like he had no ties, but you want to give him credit for buying some stuff, right? When another situation in trust, you said trust, right? When you have to make a decision, like, okay, do I um, am I going to go with this daycare, or am I going to pick this fabric? It's just going to make the ch- my child um, have an allergic reaction. You're making decisions for your child constantly, all the time. You build a trust for yourself and your own instinct. You're not, and usually do that with a spouse too because you take in their input because that's their kid. He's not there for any of these decisions. Did he help pick out the pediatrician? No. Did he help pick out what was the best thing for him lotion-wise because kids can have reactions to that? No. Like all these different things help build trust in your spouse as they're learning with you. And so he wasn't there. Right. How is she going to trust someone? Because she knows how he gets fussy. He doesn't know the baby's crying. He doesn't know any of those things. So to me, him, he was halfwaying the whole thing. Like, you got the easy part. Like, she would calm him down and you have him dress. You know, dressing a baby is the worst thing about it. Like, just getting the kid dressed if they don't poop before you step out the door. Right. It take, like, it, it's a whole process that you learn and the struggle and you bond with your spouse when they do it. And you sometimes would even bond, bond with your spouse sometimes if you're the one only doing it. You could become resenting them in the same house with you. Mind you, someone's out, he's out doing him. Like, right. doing him. He wasn't, I don't feel like he's being responsible. He wasn't. He wasn't trustworthy. Trustworthy to me, come the entire weekend and spend the night at the house. That to me, and and stay the night and then take over at night duties. See, I was going to ask you, like, what, because they're in a a particularly Mm -hmm. interesting situation. Mm -hmm. Because he is uh, living in San San Fran. Yeah. Yeah. 
So he actually has to like literally fly in. Mm -hmm. So of course there's a lot of decisions that need to be made in the mm -hmm. moment mm -hmm. that he's just not going to be there for. Oh, no, period. Absolutely. We knew that. Um and so I think, you know, everybody's got to understand and be okay with mm -hmm. that. Right. But then I was going to ask, mm -hmm. you know, well what is it that he can do? Cuz you know, I'm not even thinking mm -hmm. like that because I don't even know if that of course, I've never been in that situation, mm -hmm. and I don't even know if I would be okay with that. Mm -hmm. um, especially, right. yes, we share a child, but right. we're not in a relationship, right, right, period. Right, 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 right. Do I feel comfortable with you coming and staying in my house just for the simple fact of it's, you know, like you need right. to spend time right. doing those things right. with my child? Or right. our child. Right, right, right. See, and, and that's, say, the, that's and hard. And that's the you know, you have to change, and that's what's so hard. That's why the trust angle, because you're already gonna think it's my child. Who's who's up at night? All that. Right. I think that for Condola, that's where her compromise has to be. That's the part where I'd see, like, you know, you have to let the reins in because at the end of the day, if your focus is on your kid, if this is what's going to work, right, mutually, right. Yes, you gotta do it. Do you gotta, you gotta do, do it. Let him crash. As a matter of fact, to help him learn you're always there as a safety net to help him on a weekend and then maybe transition to him going to have the baby overnight um in San Fran but if he hasn't been there to learn the baby's coos and learn all those things I wouldn't trust him on a flight like what if the baby chokes like the biggest thing for me that kind of set me off like when it's when he gave the baby carrots at the party. Okay, so that's okay. I'm glad you said that because I'm sitting again. I'm sitting oh, there thinking, what is the big deal? It's oh freaking carrots. Carrots oh are good gosh. for you know for good yeah, for you. Yeah, like yeah. you know, and I'm sitting here thinking, wow, she's really blowing this yeah, out of proportion. Yeah. It was a big deal because you have. There's a whole technique when a baby becomes four months. You're supposed to introduce slow food slowly by week. Yeah. Not introduce it immediately because what happens is there's some babies become very allergic and it can be an anaphylactic reaction. And you know with babies you cannot give them a hand of history. Yeah, they you just, have to yeah. rush into the hospital or you have to see if in their stool if it changes. But if you're adding all these foods in and add new things, you'll never be able to tell. Hey, why did my baby have right. a rash? So what's you have, the problem? What's the and you can't narrow it down. So for him to do that, the kid could have had a reaction. And by the way, he gave him carrots then what he leaves the next weekend and she's dealt with a rash or vomiting the next right. couple of days that, that see sucks. all of this stuff like blows my mm -hmm. mind I'm sitting here thinking oh my god Kim you would be the worst mother in <laughs> <Yeah>. America <laughs> but now I'm just sitting here and I'm like I'm so glad that mm -hmm. we can have this conversation I'm yeah. so glad you yeah. have that perspective yeah. because you are a mom you've gone through this you have two little ones yes. you know you have that dynamic with your husband mm -hmm. and things like that even just in your own support system yeah. going through that experience yeah. as a mom mm -hmm. you're definitely going to be able to speak to these things because yeah. i'm sitting there thinking literally thinking like she is blowing right. everything out of proportion Dude. and it's blowing my mind yeah. but then yeah. Yeah. you you know you have to think about these yeah. things you're the step because as a mom and even with a, as a uh, with a par partner mom, I have to think ten steps ahead. Right. And and you learn how to do it. You learn it as a mom. But like seeing the carrots set me off. I was like, <laughs> bro, you giving the kid carrots? And then you know, deuce out. You don't get thrown up on. You don't get blow up diapers. Like it was crazy. Like even now, like my kids, we can't do certain brands of diapers because. They're the off-brand make my kids yeah. flare up. Imagine him going to go to the oh, store and man. buying some diapers, and then all of a sudden, oh my gosh, they're in the ER for some. So, Even just like thinking about that, I, I've I've thought about things mm -hmm. that 
my parents have said, just kind of in passing, right. as we've been talking about stuff, yeah. um, because... I guess, like, we'll see something. I think we saw a commercial on TV one time for, like, Mr. Bubble or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it was so funny because my parents said, you know, yeah, told me, Kim, you used to love Mr. Bubble, blah, 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 but you couldn't have it because it broke you out. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like, like that. Or, like, love, yeah. my dad knows what laundry detergent he yes. can and can't use yes. because we're sensitive to certain stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm just sitting there thinking, like... Yeah. It's so funny, like, of course your parents are going to pick up on those things because mm-hmm. you're with them the most of the time, right? Mm-hmm. And even like you said, in this situation, obviously Lawrence is gone a lot of the time. So right. there's a lot of things that he's not going to know. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also interesting to note that even in a marriage, yes, the bulk of the responsibility still, still falls. falls to mom. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. And I will give credit to this. There are a lot of dads who are all hands-on. I'm not going to give them credit. But there's a when you're carrying your kid, you learn the rhythms of them so much. And mom intuition is for real. It's not like, oh, it's legit. And you fall. it falls to you to do most of the things because you just have this... I can't even like awareness. Say. Yes. Like, it's like mom sense. Yeah. Yes. It's Your just, spidey sense is tingling. Yeah. When Doug can't stand, he's like, how did you hear that? I was like, I don't know. Because I used to wake up before my kids would cry in the middle of the night. And I would hate it because I'm like, man, I have five more minutes. Yeah. And then I'd sit there and then there's the up, cry. And there's the yeah. cry. And so it's just one of those things. Again, married, you still have those things that you know, it falls on you. Like, no matter what, to think ahead, to plan ahead. To realize those things, to recognize the rats. Did you see that bump over there yeah. for that? Because, you know, dads aren't wired like that. Hey, what, did you notice that? Hey, when did they do? Like, weirdest thing I ask almost every day. Hey, did, how many times did everyone poop today? Right. That sounds weird, <laughs> but... But you need to know. Exactly, because that can tell you other problems. So, anyhow, Condola has to learn to communicate. She does need to learn how to communicate more. I'll give her that, because you will never have a successful relationship. But Lawrence... Shoot, buying a crib, whatever, whatever. And by the way, did he check the ratings of the crib that he bought? <laughs> because you always have to check on recalls. So I'm just gonna right, say that right. I'm not a fan of his in this in this temperament because right. he thinks he just, just needs to step up. Just because you had a five minute good old time does not make you have all the skills right. to be a dad. Right. You can and again, not saying he doesn't have rights. He does, but to take care of another human life is the life experience is the time of the nine months building towards that. There's so many learned skills that he's not experiencing. He's a, he's a bachelor. He's yeah. not, he hasn't gone into fire yet. And I wouldn't trust him with a turn up right now the way he acted. It's so interesting. <laughs> and I'm definitely going to be watching the rest of the season through a completely different lens. Um, so that is very interesting. I'm going to switch gears a little bit because this has been um, one of the, I guess the big, the big things for me, mm-hmm. um, watching the entire series yeah. and then um, also especially now. But I want to talk about Molly. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen Molly go on quite the roller coaster with her friendship with Issa, but also in her love life. Right. Um, Molly has been, for me, she's been kind of here, there, and everywhere yeah. from day one. Yes. Yes. Um, and I thought that 
her the little friendship spat that her and Issa got into yeah. I really I can I don't think I really understood it because I I think it was kind of just dumb yeah me too um but maybe that's just what needed to happen yeah. you know maybe yeah. things were just good and you know what they say what goes up must come down maybe true. they needed a dip yes, yes. but I, I really thought that that was a little dumb but um I just so I just can't get on board with Molly with the decisions yeah. that she makes because it's just it's frustrating because I see her as so accomplished yes. and I see her as intelligent yeah. and just and I'm I guess I just need to understand that that's yeah. not always going to translate in every area of your life. That's true. That's yeah. I agree. I mean I love Molly and her accomplishments. She's like boss. Exactly. But I also feel like she self sabotages so much. So much. And I hate watching it. It's like so tough and it's you know I, I, I it's funny I, she, she's what I aspired to be before I was a mom and then and then before I was in a relationship relationship and then I realized all those things would have sabotaged me if I took it into a relationship being like trying to be like Molly and I wish I wish that some are, I don't like saying this because I thought I'm gonna get a bad rep sometimes our expectations on our list of things we want for a man are too similar to what we are, if that makes any sense. I can understand that. Yeah, and I feel like some of her expectations need to mirror so much, but we don't realize we're end up dating ourselves. Right. And we don't even if we don't have a self love. Right. You're not gonna like the person. You're gonna eventually not like them. So it's just that's why I like Asian Bay a lot. Loved Asian Bay and hate that that didn't work out. <sighs> but um, I think it's interesting that you say that because I think that's where the conversation around Molly and her yeah. love life centers a lot. Yeah. And I think that that happens for a lot of women. Yeah. Um, where you, I think everybody kind of sets out with this kind of idea of yeah. what they want. Yeah. Um, everybody kind of has some version of that list, yes. right? Yes. And um, I think it's hard to, because what you want to do is you you expect to attract what you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I'm accomplished, if yes. I'm intelligent, if yes. I'm good looking, then why can't I have an accomplished, intelligent, good looking guy? Right. Agreed. I mean, and there's nothing wrong with wanting that. I just, I think it's so strict and then you end up mirroring yourself. Right. And if there are things that you're not even sure about right, yourself, right, right. you're going to dislike it in another person. And so it's hard to tell especially african-american women we are doing our thing right now but it's not doing everything we need to for certain aspects of it and molly's expectations i think asia babe brought that out in her like the leniency of certain things where she'd enjoy things the leniency of kind of going with the flow the leniency of letting someone love her the way she was but being willing to change in some aspects that was for the better so like Ugh, it's tough watching it. It's, it's very tough watching it because I think we're walking that fine line mm-hmm. when we're saying kind of relax your expectations. Right. Don't mm-hmm. settle. Mm-hmm. Right. Definitely don't settle. No. But kind of relax your expectations. Yeah. If yeah. they're not, you know, say you got five boxes on mm-hmm. the list and mm-hmm. they only check four. Yeah. You know, can we overlook that fifth box? Right, right. Or another way, I even, I don't know if I'm going to explain this right. Like, you have all those five boxes, right? And they're like, let's say they're all these things. But if you can put it, it could be between this and this. Like, you show some leniency of how it could stand. So, like, 
you know, I want someone, like let's go with the money bracket. I want someone making this amount of money. But if you can open up that bracket versus being this is the limit of how high, opening up to what what's the minimum you can go. So that leaves some room open for you to be flexible if it doesn't look exactly the way you want it. Right. So leaving it room to be like, okay, well, I can see this too. This still works this way too and leaves you some adjustability to what you're picturing this person gonna be because like you I feel like you go in to go into those situations with so much expectation you're gonna be disappointed no matter what and listen every person you meet is gonna have something missing right greener grass is greener so yeah I think Molly definitely operates kind of like on two extremes. I know. Either she's all in or she's just loosey-goosey and it's so annoying. I think we're on the loosey-goosey end of things right now and it's a little bit annoying. Yeah, it is because then like what the the beach people right now, if you haven't seen the episode, you can catch up. But what's going on? I don't, don't, I'm like. Like what is she doing? But when you think about it, you meet people in the most surprising places, you know, and again, I think we've talked about this from season one with that guy that she met at Enterprise or whatever. Right. I still liked his coolness. I feel like I liked, no, he wasn't in that bracket, but I feel like he checked her, number one, kept up with her friends, yeah. number two, was bold in who he was and happy with the choices made because of that college question they asked, they're like, oh, you know, did you go to college? Like, no, I didn't. And did it. But he threw it back. I feel like someone like that balances people like Molly. Because right. Because what happens is they bring you down to reality of what the importance in life is. Like exactly. At the end of the day, listen, wait, I'm going to say this. You can be married to somebody, right? Things happen in life that change their perspective. And the one thing that changed, money changes, job changes, and that changes the person. But if you don't know the core of who they are, you you won't be able to stay with that person or be with them. So you want to make sure with someone, even if they're they're six figure, how are they going to be when right. it's not like that at all? Right, right. Because life happens, right? Like, you know, and if their confidence is built on, oh, I'm a six figure person. I think that might be what Molly's struggling with. Mm-hmm. Um, I think is. I think it's okay to yeah. know, right. you know, what you want, what you don't want. Right, right. But right, right. I think that um, the importance you place on certain things I think that's what she's struggling with Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, because I mean and that really got me too when she was trying to join that dating app for the for for the the really awesome people or whatever like it's the worst I was like oh my god and so and then you see how that panned out that didn't work for her either at all I think it was zero for zero right I I think so she thought that all of those things were so important Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know but then you know, and then you have somebody like the Enterprise guy that kind of like does not have any of that. Yeah. So. But I think that was a really good relationship for yeah. her. Yeah. But I think that Molly doesn't know how to balance. No. She doesn't know not where the all. importance lies. And if they don't check, you know, the top mm-hmm. three boxes, mm-hmm. she's done with them. Yeah. Even though the top three boxes may not even be the most important, important thing. thing. And I think that you won't find out the most important things to you unless like what she's going through right now with her loving her natural hair right until she's self-reflective right. and realizing that she can enjoy the person that she is right. without having having things because a lot of these items on our list are based off of the world's perspective right what we think yes Right, rather what if we self look like I'm just really happy just hanging out on the beach with exactly. somebody, you know what I'm saying, and being okay with not how I look but how I feel. And so, um, I'm happy to see her self discovery with all of that. And 
hopefully it's not continually just keep trying the wrong things yeah I mean I think that's what a lot of her friendship with Issa brings to her yes. yeah, because yeah, I think Issa balances her out in that mm-hmm. way because I think Issa has a good mm-hmm. idea of of who she is yes. And I don't mm-hmm. think Issa is scared to question that. No, no. I mean, you saw that in the panel that she was doing. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I don't know if I'm on the yeah, right track. Yeah, yeah. And she was okay with putting that out mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciate that so much about Issa. Yeah. And I think that... I think that's what Issa brings to that friendship. Mm-hmm. And I hope that Molly can incorporate more of that yeah, into true. what she's doing. I hope so. I think hopefully she's not going to keep deflecting. Right. You know what I'm saying? Cause she's that's good what, at that. Yeah. Because Issa <laughs> will be like, yeah, girl, you're doing this. And then she's like, but you. And right. so you're like, eh, yeah, it's not helping. So yeah. hopefully Molly's journey... Bring it back Asian Bay. Yeah, bring back name. Asian Bay. <laughs> yes, yes. Do we need to start a petition? Yes, please. Let us know <laughs> who we need to talk to. I mean, seriously, he made her think. He made her he think. He did. He was awesome. He made her work and be submissive. Yeah. I yeah. like that. He brought out a lot in her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> well, we're going to wrap things up. Naomi, I want to thank you for participating. This yeah. was so much fun. Thank you. I've been so, it's been so great. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. And thank you guys for listening. And if you're listening on Spotify, take a moment to um, go into the episode details and leave me some feedback and let me know what you think about Girl Talk. Um, and also, stay tuned. Yeah. Bye, guys.